0: Go there now, Hello and welcome to Destroy All Children, knowing me, Larry Davis, knowing you, George Brundle, uh Uh
1: uh-huh?
0: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Again, nothing new this week between the two of us. Nothing's come out. There aren't any video games until next week.
1: Yeah, Ratchet and Clank.
0: Yeah technically this week because it's Friday Because certainly sure. doing that Dumb crap for some reason
1: I won't have that game Because I ordered it through Amazon mm-hmm. Uh, Because I've had enough Of Best Buy shit Over the last like a month or so So I ordered it o- over Amazon So I won't get mine until like the end of the month
0: <laughs> Well uh, oh. I, I'll be getting mine from Gamefly So it will be like middle of the week Probably so I won't have it by next mm. recording Anyway but Hopefully this by one? then, uh, my HBO Max app will start working again. So next week we can go into the Gobblegull zone again. But this week think, it was no go.
1: I think we'll go into the Gobblegull zone this week. We had a different, uh, we had a different Italian-related uh, <laughs> show sure. property that we can dig into. But I suppose, uh, yeah. Well, there's also like E3 coming up next week. What's which, that? uh the electronic entertainment uh um, no one really knows what the third
0: oh e the, stands the electronic for. 3 why did you call it yeah. e3 nobody calls know. it that
1: <laughs> it's happening next weekend right so you said that you're it tied down to work so you're not again. going to be able to you're yeah. not going to be able to watch it live, so you've been spared. I have to sit here and digest all of it as it comes.
0: Yeah, I'm going to be asleep basically when everything is happening. Although, yeah. it seem, I can't make sense of the schedule anyway because there seems to be no actual set schedule. It's just like everybody doing streams yeah, whenever, it's uh, so it's just yeah. all over the place.
1: Yeah, it makes it difficult enough to do any kind of like... Uh, Live stream thing of us watching it Because yeah it's just jumbled up And it's I mean, a mess and it's it was, awful this year It was but...
0: already bad before because you'd have the main E3 thing And then you'd have like Bethesda doing their own thing But it was still like Mostly kind of one schedule And here it's just yeah, Decentralized to the point Like they're, they've gone the Bitcoin route That is impossible to comprehend
1: It's an amazing amount of self-restraint That they didn't introduce some sort of like E3 themed crypto alongside all this
0: don't give them any ideas,
1: everybody's got a crypto now. Why doesn't e three have a crypto?
0: oddly though, not crypto sell, the super dog doesn't have a sell this Nintendo
1: direct as an n f t Why hasn't anyone made Koopa coins a crypto yet actually, the answer is because Nintendo would sue the ass off of them, but
0: <laughs> how could they? yeah. It doesn't belong to anyone, man
1: <laughs> Yeah, I I was going to say I'm looking forward to E3 But am I? <laughs> I don't think I'm I not. am
0: <laughs> So, one thing about it we... though When we did the predictions, I did forget one I think it was what I was going to mention Before you started talking about Sonic for about 20 minutes um, Which was that There was going to be a, a presentation From Coke Media and Deep Silver and I was going to say It would either be a new uh, Saints Row Or a new Red Faction And they came out oh. recently With a post saying No Saints Row, Metro what was it, Dead Island And there's something else But it was like think... basically All of the franchises they own Except for Red Faction and Darksiders yeah. so, I, mean, I
1: suppose they could have a new IP But I I doubt it So
0: Yeah I also doubt I wonder it wonder what they'll do Maybe Uh, maybe it's a quote new IP Like Agents of Mayhem was Yeah Which is actually not
1: You were able to get that in last minute Before um, E3 actually starts Mm -hmm. So I don't know like maybe after E3 the next pod Not the next one but the podcast after that We just talk about everything that happened at E3 Or something like that but I don't know if we necessarily Uh, do a watch over Thing this year because of the weird way It's happening and the fact that 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 would go up so much later than the actual event that I'm not sure there is anything like worthwhile there,
0: I think it also just depends on if I know what's in there or not, because yeah. it's also very likely that I will just pay no attention to any of this and not know anything about it until I actually watch it for myself because it also I'll seems text like you're
1: screaming about red faction so you'll <laughs> well, you'll know everything <laughs> that
0: one, but like for example, Nintendo directs like people freak out about the stuff I don't care about. And then I watch oh, it yeah. and I'm like Oh, there's actually things that I want to play in here Like that last one um, With the Stubbs the Zombie remaster thing That was in there And I didn't see yeah. anything about that until I actually watched it Because everyone <laughs> well, was just like "Oh, Nintendo fan S- doesn't Smash give a Brothers. shit about Stubbs the Zombie No, they're uncultured
1: yeah. The only way they would care about Stubbs the Zombie Is if you put Stubbs into Smash Which they're not going to do, come on
0: no, he's too good for Smash another
1: JRPG character uh, Some other asshole with a sword That's all it ever is Yeah, put
0: Crash Bandicoot in it I don't know yeah,
1: well This generation's gonna last forever, isn't it? This is gonna somehow be a more interminable generation than the last two Maybe Don't you
0: think so? I, it's, like, it's it's um, getting
1: such a slow start between, like, COVID impacting everything and then the fact that there's been these, like, hardware shortages. And so I was kind of thinking about this when, like, God of War got announced as being a cross-gen thing, too. How, like, most of what out, what's out there is just cross-gen stuff. And then, uh, you know, John Linneman, who we bring up constantly on this podcast because he's the best. He Our had this tweet boy. out that I saw <laughs> before the podcast where he listed out, like, these are the games that you can get right now. Uh That, like, they only play on current-gen hardware, and it ain't much. And so I kind of think that it's going to be such a slow start over these next, like, first couple years of this console generation that it's going to be a longer generation overall. Like, I think there's maybe more of an imperative for them to just stretch this out considering, like, the hardware shortage alone.
0: What I think will happen is that it will be a longer generation but there will be more frequent iterations of hardware.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Which actually more okay pro I'm, versions of consoles. Like I'm fine with that if it kind of keeps yeah. them up to snuff so you're not ending up with like aging dogs like the last generation was. Um like I yeah, said before, like, that was my mistake, is like I should have just gotten a Playstation four Pro, like yeah. when it came out.
1: Um, I mean I especially sh- should have But yeah like I was Just playing everything on that like base PS4 and so the last like Four years of that console generation was Really really rough Yeah, To the point that like I'm You know I've brought it up before I'm going back I'm buying all these old games to play on the Playstation 5 Because now I can do that on a comfortable couch On a big 4K TV And everything runs at like 60 frames a second It's great but, like, Not I Sonic just it. though no, but I could have bought a PS4 Pro And I would have already been able to basically do that For a lot of these games
0: so. Somewhat
1: and There's some that I would not have been able to But for, for the most part, like come on It's going to run, de- uh, I almost said Demon Souls 2 Oh man, do you imagine?
0: Oh, if they Demon made a sequel, a sequel to Demon's Souls?
1: Oh wow, there's never been another Souls game that would Do you be think great. they're going to announce one at E3?
0: Well, you know, they made those like offshoots <laughs> that you know, they're, they're not as good as the original series. But
1: as for a week, week from now, and I'm just going like Elden Ring. What the fuck is this?
0: <laughs> Riding a horse in a Souls game? No thanks. Uh,
1: and I was, uh, I was curious if you'd agree with that. I, I really do think that this generation's just—it's going to be really.
0: This really, might really be the long. last generation.
1: Yeah, maybe. Mine's this lobby. Like, this I mean, is
0: it from now on. I mean, yeah. at some point they'll have to make some sort of break, though, just because of like yeah. OS's and whatnot. But
1: look, there's never going to be another version of Windows. It's just Windows 10, and they will never announce anything else.
0: Yeah, sure.
1: Anyway, should we get into the gobblegul zoom? Why not? I think that's what I think that's I what people so? come here for I mean, at this point.
0: That's basically the only thing we have to talk about this week. So yeah.
1: Nobody wants to hear about us talking about video games. They just want to hear us talk about Italians. Yes. Specifically a couple of Italian plumbers by the name of Mario Mario and Luigi Mario, because yeah. uh we're back on our Mario movie bullshit again.
0: <laughs> well, it's a it's a timeless piece of art.
1: It is. Uh there's so this I guess came out like um I know you and I heard about it only like a couple weeks ago at most. It was last the, week. Um, Morton Jinkle cut. So it's a rough cut of the Mario movie that had about 20 minutes of content that's not seen in the final film. And then there's a bunch of like alternate takes and things that also just kind of got cut out of the movie or reshot. Um, and some stuff that's like completely outright excluded, uh, at least one that I can think of off the top of my head, but I scenes from this have been around for at least a year because I remember seeing the alternate take of the de-evolution chamber scene months ago, and I went back and double checked, and I think that video was posted about a year back. So my yeah, so, so the so, faint so the post understanding I saw about this... it
0: was from the guy who actually put this together. Yeah, and uh, there were posts about it like a year ago, but it just now like is actually finished.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, my faint understanding is that somebody had just finally got it all assembled into one watchable thing, but that a lot of these scenes have just existed out there for a while.
0: That, and I think a lot of them were in a quality that was pretty much unwatchable, Uh, and so they did a lot of upscaling (laughs) and stuff here. It's still not perfect. There's still a lot, yeah. yeah,
1: There's a bunch in this movie that's pretty much unwatchable, but uh, Mm. we're Mario Brothers sex maniacs. So, of course, we're going to watch it all No matter how horrible the quality of the video is um, I actually mean, think, though, that this being in like, VHS quality, though, is to its benefit Yeah, it helps If it I'm going to watch a, a, a rough a cut more. That, but also if I'm going to watch a rough cut of a 90s movie I want the quality to be absolute trash <laughs> I want to feel like I have something in my hands That I should probably, like, get fined for
0: You want it to seem like that, uh, like the alien's work print Version Yes um, Yeah
1: I need to be constantly looking out of my blinds To see whether or not the MPAA drives a van up to my house <laughs> Comes out with some bag men
0: Yeah I mean really um, though I would say most of the footage here is serviceable Like the worst shot is yeah. the weird one of Koopa walking That looks like it's out of an FMV game oh, I love and, that. and it says do not duplicate at the bottom of the frame Yes
1: it looks like that shot is running at two different frame rates at the same time. It's really weird. Like his, his head and his face. Yeah. It's like his, he almost looks like they did like Olivia Soprano thing to him. Like his head (laughs) does not feel like it should actually be on his body, but yeah, because it's on like a VHS and it's got that kind of like blurry smear all over it. It blends together better, but it still looks like completely disconcerting. Um, so I guess we should probably just start at the beginning Right? And just kind of right. go through the movie Sure, start so, from the start Off off the bat There's no Dan Castellaneta Nobody says goodbye dinosaurs in nope. this movie
0: This uh, this new version opens With claymation dinosaurs eating a pile of guts
1: Yeah, which I'm pretty sure is just They took that from another movie And it's just a placeholder Like this is the sort of thing that we want to open the movie on
0: I think so effect. Although some of it... um. Kind of looks like the footage from the uh, George Clinton Walk the Dinosaur video Yeah That's in the background So
1: we should probably bring this up early for anyone who's not familiar with work prints Which is a distressing amount of the internet
0: (laughs) Um, This was already done, all they had to do was release it That's right Release the Morton Jenkel cut
1: (laughs) It was all finished, it was in his vault yeah, his own private salt mine. He it, had the movie done. It exists. Uh, they, Here's the Wharton and Jankel are two different people, but they're married,
0: um, so they're basically one person.
1: That's true. That's what happens when you get married. You just yeah. kind of like clay. You get mashed together into one horribly annoying being.
0: Yeah, they're the um, uh, Wayne and Jan Schuyler of movie making. It's <laughs> actually kind of true from what I know about them. <laughs> kind of.
1: Um, in that they probably are actually just massive assholes behind the scenes In fact, yeah. I know that's the case Because again, I, I knew someone who worked on this movie They're pricks behind the scenes, I know that
0: Yeah, well they made um, mech's headroom, so what are you going to do? They,
1: they, they, get, they get a pass I'm not saying that I'm holding them being assholes against them It's fine, they're allowed to be assholes They're allowed to be even bigger assholes now Because they ruined their career with the Mario movie <laughs> And they did not deserve that because this movie is not as bad as everybody makes it out to be. No. Uh, but when when you're when you're turning in these kind of prints of the movie, you will occasionally just like take little bits of scenes from other stuff or music that is from other things. In this case, in the Mario movie, there's a lot of like classical Italian music that they use as placeholders. And you'll do all this just to give the uh, executives you're screening it for a sense of what a scene is going to look like that is not necessarily finished. So this whole opening bit just kind of looked like we want to do this thing with claymation dinosaurs. We took this from some King Kong shit from the 1930s, but we kind of want to do something in like that style. Uh, and then they threw it in there just to give them a sense of what was going to happen.
0: Yeah, it's definitely um, not final because it's in black and no. white. There's no voiceover or anything, so you just like see some claymation dinosaurs for a bit, and then a meteor hits.
1: Yeah, and then you get an opening like a more extended sequence of Daisy's mom dropping her off at like the nunnery. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that is also like really sparse on dialogue. So there's like a really just extended amount of time where no one's saying anything in Quick, this
0: movie uh, it's remind me, quiet. in the original version do you see koopa on the street because that no, kind of no. okay that stuck out to me i was yeah. like i think that's new but that didn't i think have that's kind of the issue with identifying what's new in this is that there are some scenes that don't have the time code and like the yeah. much worse quality and they kind of do actually fit in there pretty well so yeah i was wondering about that
1: yeah, that you don't see him in the original one uh, I think more for like the early parts of this movie It was hard for me to tell what kind of remained in it and what didn't Without I mean, going back and watching the final cut The
0: the part where she goes into the sewer and comes out behind her That's in the original, but I mean just the part yeah. at, at the surface
1: Yeah, and, unless it's time-coded at the start of the movie I really couldn't tell which was which But I do know that the Koopa showing up on the street That's not in the yeah. the final one um, but yeah, you do get a lot uh, earlier on, and just extra scenes of them in Manhattan,
0: which is. Uh, good. I think a
1: lot of that. See, I think cutting out a lot of that was probably a good idea. You want to get to Dino Hatton faster no, than they do in this cut. You gotta
0: movie. have the Scapellis. Like that's probably the biggest I mean, that addition. That seems good.
1: Yes, I do like one of the Scapellis trying to grab Mario's crotch, like the president <laughs> from Metal Gear Solid Two. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but just, like, the whole thing of Mario and Luigi, like, being sad sacks, getting, like, yeah, ganged yeah. To, to trying to get to jobs by yeah, the Scapellis Sure,
1: there's good stuff in there, but also, like, for the pacing of a kid's movie in the 90s I don't think you want to necessarily spend the, like, half an hour that they're there in this cut of the
0: movie Yeah
1: I think you want to get to the weird shit, like, a lot faster than that uh, for adults like us who are weird and watched an entire like work print of the Mario movie, yeah, that stuff's great because we're freaks. Yeah. If you run a Twitter account called Super Mario Movie, what what's the guy's Twitter handle?
0: Why like am I blinking on it? SMB Movie Archive.
1: Yeah, I think that's it. Like, if if you're doing that, then yeah, I'm sure like any little bit that you can get. It's just great
0: (laughs) Just give up on that sentence Yeah, like there's some additions that don't really add anything Like you don't really need to see Mario hanging up his belt before Luigi comes in And then he has to pick it up again You know, things like that But I appreciate it
1: Yeah, well, I disagree I just wanted to get the title hat I wanted to see more Dennis Hopper Anytime Dennis Hopper's o- not on the screen The audience should be asking where's Dennis Hopper
0: Wrong They should be asking where's Iggy and Spike And this movie delivered Like that's the thing there's so oh, much God, in Manhattan yeah, With of Iggy and Spike that's added back in here Including yeah, like, them like trying they... to kidnap them
1: Even the pacing of that though Feels like a little bit off Like in some areas Like the their, their, their back and forth feels a bit more Stilted than it is in the final movie like that's the first thing that they shot with him And they didn't have like the rapport down Between those two actors You get
0: to see Iggy like them. trying to climb into a window at one point Sure Like perving on Mario like... and his hot lady
1: Yeah I do like the Extended sequence of them trying to kidnap Mario's Gumar
0: <laughs> Yeah, There's
1: there's so much more there That's so methodical about Just throwing a bag over her head And hauling her over their shoulder Mm-hmm. Uh Yeah, I mean, like, for the most part, like, the early 30 minutes of this movie, like, anytime the time code showed up, it was more clear to me. But, like, I kind of just, like, glaze over the first part of the Mario movie anyway, so I don't know if, like, there was some other stuff that did not end up in the final version. Uh, But there's so much different about Dino Hatton, including an extended, or not extended, but an alternate take of the Koopa coin scene, which Uh is one of... Both of our favorite scenes in the movie Yes uh, Which Chi instead of referring to them as Koopa coins calls them coupons Which is a thing that did hold over In like some of the print material That shows up in the movie
0: Yeah like in the bar uh, Yeah, you wanted poster of them to say coupons
1: So I do think that that's a good change, though, because, like, Koopa Coins has more punch to it. Like, that scene is not as good with her saying coupons, although I do like her taking human money, throwing it in the air, and saying, fuck it.
0: Yeah, it's very good.
1: (laughs) Which, to me, I think means that Lady had no idea what movie she was filming, (laughs) let alone what script she was reading off of.
0: Yeah, that that does seem like an ad lib. I think that <laughs> they just figured out, oh, cut it out later, ADR it, um, which is very good. They
1: also, get called um, "mother suckers." Yeah, on the street, yeah, which is every bit of gross of a phrase to call someone as motherfucker. If you think about it,
0: oh yeah, definitely. Uh,
1: so, pretty sure that got cut too. I don't remember them calling anyone a mother of anything. Okay.
0: Yeah, that that was a little bit of new footage when they were wandering but around. Like,
1: I, I, I kind of wonder if like this, so my horrible brain is also trying to piece together when did they film what for this thing and what got added how close to release and what got taken out close to release. So between them saying stuff like mother suckers and like the more kind of adult humor that is packed in that early bit of them going to dino Hatton. i wonder if that was all filmed at the point in time where everyone had just given the fuck up on the mario movie i don't know (laughs) i think that everyone at that point in time was just so fed the fuck up of working with these assholes that they were just swearing all the time in the middle of scenes and going off script and just generally trying to make their own fun while working on this like, thing.
0: I think it's more likely that that was shot like at the very beginning, like that. Yeah, and that'd... the boom boom bar and stuff with like the weird strip the, the lady too, with the tail, were yeah. before they actually knew like, oh, we need to make this like more kid friendly.
1: Yeah, the studio got back to them and was like, well,
0: "Who do you think? What are watch you doing? <laughs> yeah, stop this! You
1: can't." I mean, they have that uh, shot too of the strip club. I'm blanking on the name of it. Or well, not strip club. It's like a porno theater. Um, oh yeah, yeah.
0: I was a teenage something. Mammal. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's it. Uh, I think that's in the final movie, but it like is. the shot does not. It's not lingered on as much as it is in this one. I think I might be wrong about that. I, I, I swear, I feel in this one it is much more like a. The focal point of a shot And they, they hold on it for longer But I might be wrong about that I
0: don't that. think so I think it's about the same Because I remember that
1: hmm. Wow well. What happens next? I'm sorry <laughs>
0: <laughs> They, It's your favorite part Did of the Did you movie. jump in on some of they, this stuff? They get to Dino Hatton uh, yeah. Daisy's been kidnapped They have to go get Daisy back They have to trust the fungus uh, So there One odd thing is that it does have more allusions to what's up with Daisy's dad in it. Uh, like specifically, mm. there's a restored line from Koopa where, like, she asks where her dad is, and he's like, "Oh, you know, he, he's all around and stuff," which like he kind of just says the same thing again later. There's a really weird bit where he's doing a monologue, sort of like going down the stairs, yeah, and, and then it, it just sort of yeah it repeats the dialogue because it's a different mm. shot, and that's where like where the dialogue was originally. Yeah, But it's kind of fusing the two together hmm. That's yeah, like the that's only instance weird. of that though
1: Yeah, I mean there there's definitely them kind of like I mean like you said with Daisy's father Maybe revealing too much too soon uh, There is one bit that they kind of trample on uh, Going back to the pre-Dino Hat and stuff Where the Scapelli brothers Call Mario 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 Yeah, And that kind of ruins the gag later on Of them being you know Brought into the police station And trying to give their names to that guy
0: Also that's a different take in the police station And I think it doesn't work as well As in the final one
1: Yeah I agree with you on that Um, It feels longer too That bit
0: A little bit yeah Because he kind of repeats it a couple of times Did Did they in the original movie
1: When they're going and getting defungused have their like pants pulled open and fire extinguishers yes. shoved down them Because okay I could not remember that
0: Yeah that was in there like that. And I thought is that like Bob Hoskins
1: screaming oh my cock Was like probably not in the final movie But it's <laughs> well, yeah, definitely the... in this one and it totally exists And I'm not making that up
0: uh, Okay
1: The only way to find out is to watch the Morton Jankle cut uh... <laughs> You can find it on the internet Archive. Good times. Uh, yeah, I still really like the bit though of them getting their pictures taken. That is still yeah. one of my all-time favorite comedy fake-out bits in any movie. Is are the, we dead? The, the photography guns.
0: Yeah. Like why would it they me of that? Have laser sights on their photo guns. Of course, like <laughs> every, everything about them. Like, I also love that their computers are all controlled by guns.
1: Yes. Um. There's way more computer sound effects in this one, and they're just sound effects from the game. Yeah, I was asking you about this because I wasn't sure because the one-up jingle plays a lot, and I couldn't remember that in the original movie.
0: That I think maybe it was there, just not as much. No, I think that must be new or old, rather, like in the original version. Because there are a lot of other sound effects from the games that are not in the original or the final movie that are in here
1: Yeah, like there's a bit where Koopa is talking to one of his like police officers and you just hear like Donkey Kong arcade cabinet sounds in the background
0: (sighs) Uh, When they go down the pipe, it makes the pipe noise in this version Yes!
1: Why did they take that out? I don't
0: know What the the fuck? And the ending sequence where it actually has the Mario theme and even the end of level theme after that
1: So I I got actually kind of confused about that because uh, I wonder if a fan put that music in because I don't know if you heard this, but there is a bit where it drops out and they cut to Icky and Spike and the music that all the tunes sing in Toontown at the end of Who Framed Roger Rabbit is in there. (laughs) And so I wonder if they actually, I'm pretty sure it's from Roger Rabbit. And so I wonder if that song from the roger rabbit movie is what they had actually put into that work print to show execs and then whoever got a hold of the footage after the fact decided to throw in this mario brothers theme music on top
0: of my so my guess is that that and the mario theme one are from two different sources Uh, because Mm. the way the mario theme like sort of Goes down and sort of changes Arrangement when Luigi and Daisy Kiss and then it also kind of fades Out just as uh, the king is Coming back Yeah, Like that all seems like that must Also you you can hear it under Daisy Talking when she says like Mario and Luigi
1: Alright here's my alternative theory for you the bit with Iggy and Spike is from an even earlier cut of the movie. Yes, that's, that's what I'm saying. Where they didn't even, yeah, they didn't have that theme done yet, so they did use the Who framed Roger Rabbit.
0: Yeah, know. because um, also the um, the celebration footage, because you see some extra bits of like Yoshi there with the Goombas and stuff, that yeah. all looks a lot better than the Iggy and Spike footage.
1: I really like all the extra footage we got of Goomba's dancing. Yeah. I like that the bit of them being taught how to dance in the like elevator just carries on through more of the movie than it did in the original. Like I'm pretty sure there was a line that they cut in the final movie where like Koopa's on his walkie talkie he's got everyone at gunpoint and the guy on the other end is like, Sir, the Goombas are dancing again.
0: That's in the original.
1: In the final one. Yeah. Oh why did I not remember the original movie as well as I should? I've I seen know. it so many times.
0: I, I do like oh, I think I think the, re- that re- I, the recurring I, pizza gag also gets a payoff oh, in this.
1: That is the scene so but I had watched this before you and I told you there's a bit at the end of this movie that is so good I don't know why they cut it. And it's the end of the the pizza gag where in in the original movie and in this one as well, Koopa orders a weird gross pizza because of course he's King Koopa, he's a lizard man. Yeah. And then for a little while after, he's wondering where his pizza is and never shows up. So in this version of the movie, after he gets like turned into protoplasm, the pizza delivery guy rolls up, goes. Here's your pizza and throws the pizza on top of the goop of protoplasm as yep. an insult And then drives the fuck over
0: it <laughs> yep. I... It's so good, why did they remove it? So when you said the part that <laughs> I would love it, you didn't know why they removed it I thought you were talking about when Koopa did
1: 9-11 I mean that's really good too Because
0: <laughs> there is a shot in this version where, uh, when the universes, the dimensions merge, the twin tower is like one of them turns into like a husk of itself, and the other one is Koopa Tower.
1: Uh, They're just like smoldering a in the middle of the oh, otherwise normal skyline. Yeah. It's so fucked.
0: Goomba appears in a porta potty while a lady's in there. It's yes. those weird No, stuff. it's like a little girl is uh, yeah, the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, and the best part is The after Goomba the thinks ni- it's a
1: hoot, though He's having the time of his life
0: After the nine eleven thing, thing, uh, the newscaster drives away and says Eh, this thing's a hoax <laughs> So t- Take, take so what you know from that
1: I had almost posted that screenshot of the Twin Towers to Twitter And then I was like, no, I'm going to sit on this until September 11th And post it with <laughs> this is the only date you can post this <laughs>
0: Um Oh so yeah also there are Some important continuity things In here like In the final cut of the movie when Toad gets De-evolved Just after that they sort of push Koopa and he like slips on some slime Which is there for no apparent reason And I always figured it was like oh it's just like I guess residual stuff From de-evolving Toad or Something yeah
1: Toad you know he Loosed his bowels that's what (laughs) happens when you get de-evolved Yeah
0: I don't know um, But yeah. it turns out that's because there's another scene right after that where one of the assistants like sneezes or something And uh, Koopa's like, oh no, you have germs, get in the chair And so they strap yeah. him in and devolve him so far he just turns into goo
1: Yeah, and then Koopa thinks it's a hoot, he's yes. just like, ah, oh, he's really falling apart You gotta forgive him, he's really
0: stressed out He's all over the place, please excuse him
1: Which like, that stuff is good But I also get cutting that Because it's really unnecessary to show What the Devo Chamber does twice In a row like
0: that Kind of, but I also think it kind of makes sense to show It can turn someone into goo Considering that happens To uh, Koopa at the end But he also does mention that later He's like, you start as slime Turn into single-celled organisms, etc
1: yeah, what single cell organism did you evolve from? The he answers with ty- Tyrannosaurus Rex Which is not a single cell organism Koopa, you asshole
0: He doesn't say single um, celled, He just says like what did you evolve from, I think
1: No, he says like what single cell organism oh, Did you okay. evolve from? I, I'm pretty sure Do uh, you but... think,
0: it is my opinion That it was 100% Dennis Hopper's uh, Idea to always walk around With his arms up like a T-Rex Oh, of course Okay like,
1: Actually, no, that's kind of a hard call, because I know Dennis Hopper really just hated working on that movie, and so part of me thinks that he, like everybody else, would just kind of phone it in, just want to get the job over with. At the same time, though, Dennis Hopper never doesn't give 100%. Yeah. Even when starring in something like this. So I could see him committing to the role so much that he's like, oh, well, I, you know, I'm playing a guy evolved from a Transsaurus Rex. Of course, I'd have little T Rex arms all the time. Plumber. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't
1: know. Like, that's. Because I could see that also just being a thing that, like, Morton or Jingle would have come up and just been like, hey, look, just, you know, hold your arms up like this all the yeah. time, every shot.
0: Get your knees flexing and your arms T Rexing. Yeah, That's what they told them
1: I'm not sure I mean they did also make the call to have Iggy and Spike rap in the boom boom bar
0: Yes One of the best parts That should not have been cut
1: this is The part from this entire thing where I kind of just leaned back in my chair and was like what the <laughs> fuck
0: I mean it also though It doesn't make it make more sense when they're brought in and she's like they were yeah. fomenting revolution against you and he's like fascist yeah. oppressor of the proletariat which is also <laughs> yes, good
1: i do i also do like there's another cut scene of them uh where koopa bops her heads together like yes. batman from arkham city
0: <laughs> uh-huh i mean like three stooges <laughs>
1: Fisher Stevens sells it so good he looks like his head is like depressurizing.
0: (laughs) Well, it's also. His eyes
1: are all bulging out. It's great.
0: That's a really weird scene because, like, they go out, they find out where Mario and Luigi are, and then they come back to tell him where they are. Like, to tell him they're in the desert.
1: Well, they also kind of like, speaking of them trampling all over things, there's a cut bit where Koopa says, you two weren't made smarter, you were just made to like talk more. Yeah, And I think that kind of ruins the whole gag of like, yeah, they're still imbeciles, but they think they're smart, and so they just say long words like discombobulated all mm-hmm. the time as oh. as those smart guy stuff.
0: Spike, uh, um, Spike knew what the square root of whatever that number was, which kind of disproves... Koopa's point.
1: Yeah, well, hey, there. Maybe it's also a continuity thing to remove that line. (laughs) Maybe. um.
0: Although, I don't know. They weren't very good at, like, piloting their Mako. I like how you get, like, some extra shots of that thing just, like, spinning around in the desert for no real reason.
1: Hell yeah. I love that dumb looking thing. (laughs) It's
0: great. Just a wedge of Um... cheese on wheels.
1: Yeah, there's also, like, I think, um, I don't remember if it's in the final movie, but the bit where they're kind of talking to the Mario brothers after that and explaining, like, no, we have, like, fair and free elections. It's just Koopa gets mad if you vote for anybody else, so, you know, you can't do that. That was
0: not in the original. Um,
1: Okay. I do like that bit, though. Yes. Just describing a failed democracy to the Mario brothers and then being like, uh, I don't think that sounds great, guys.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Also a lot more of Mario and Luigi wandering through the desert, like Electroma. Yes, John
1: Leguizamo bursting into
0: flames (laughs) Luigi just picking up a rock And threatening to brain Mario with it Is pretty good (laughs) Like just regressing to their caveman selves
1: That's actually the point I brought this up on Twitter That there's a version of this movie That exists in my mind now That's been so tainted by Marathoning the Sopranos And seeing this movie like no less than Ten times over the course of my life So far where I just want to see, like, James Gandolfini in the role of Mario and uh, Michael Embrioli as Luigi.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It'd be really good. It would. Like, just have them play Chris and Tony, but saying all of the Mario Brothers lines. It would be perfect.
0: Well, unfortunately, uh, James Gandolfini is dead. I don't know if you're aware of that.
1: Also is Dennis Hopper.
0: Exactly. And so is and Bob, Bob Hoskins. Hoskins. That's what yes. I was going to say. Yeah, also Bob Hoskins.
1: It's the uh, Mario Brothers curse It affects everybody Who is either in the Mario Brothers movie Or just adjacent to it In other words, Italian
0: John Leguizamo's still alive Mojo Nixon is still alive
1: I mean, he almost got killed by uh, What, Steven Seagal? Wasn't what? that the story that Steven Seagal like, threatened John Leguizamo On the I set of know. the
0: movie? I don't remember that You sure you're not thinking was... of the
1: It might be a different actor to that
0: Maybe we sure, not just think of the guy who played Spawn Threatening him when he was the clown <laughs> uh, Michael Jai White I should remember that he was Black Dynamite
1: No I mean that wouldn't surprise me though uh, I bet
0: he didn't I bet Michael Jai White is very nice and easy to get along with
1: Yeah probably um, Oh no I can tell you the story but he uses the R word And I'm not sure I should do that <laughs> to podcasts in a room
0: Just like Trump
1: <laughs> yeah exactly like trump that's very validating if the president of the united states can say it then so can i <laughs> um okay so uh i'm trying to look at the story here uh stephen skull watched on the set of their 1996 action flick executive decision and instantly informed the cast and crew that he was the shoot's alpha male despite only having a supporting role I'm in command, the actor announced. Everything that I say is law. Anybody he does, like immediately. Yeah. Uh, Leguizamo let out a big laugh in response. The diminutive actor quickly felt the wrath of Stephen Seagal. Uh, Quote, I started cracking up because he sounded like an R word, Leguizamo, who lampoons (laughs) Seagal and many other actors in his 2011 stand up show, Ghetto Clown, uh, said on QTV. Uh, then he taekwondoed my ass against a brick wall and hit me with his elbow. He's six foot five and he caught me off guard. He knocked all the air out of me, and I was like, "Why?"
0: I really that wanted tall? to say,
1: "Yeah, huh. I really wanted to say how big and fat he was and that he runs like a girl," but I didn't <laughs> because all I could say was, "Why? Why'd he slam me against the wall? We were rehearsing. Why can't I call him names? I, if I can't let it out, it's going to build in me like a cancer." His publicist told my publicist that he wants to punch me out I better stop talking about him
0: <laughs> Yeah I just looked up Steven Segal height It's 6 foot 4 He does not look that tall At all yeah, Big guy Big boy uh, Well yeah in many ways now <laughs> You ever see that footage of him like demonstrating uh, Judo I think it is Like in front of a crowd
1: Oh, no, but I bet that's funny.
0: It's very good, because he's there in a gi, like, in front of this mad, and all these students are kind of coming up to him, and he just sort of, like, lightly waves in their direction, and they flip over like a cowboy <laughs> stuntman going over a rail. He's in the forest! <laughs> Basically... <laughs> He's mastered the art so much
1: he doesn't even need to touch anyone to defeat them.
0: Uh, yeah, exactly. You know, that's the. It's yeah. about redirecting force. You know, they come at you, yeah. and you, uh, you slightly move in one direction. Yeah, you,
1: you manipulate their key. A key. It's just like shifting someone's body weight. Yeah, you know, key.
0: That's releasing C-H- the key. C H
1: I. Releasing
0: our ener- energy.
1: Oh, you're doing the uh, <laughs> yeah, William Shatner. Yeah. I forgot about that. That's another fucking Hollywood weirdo, William mm-hmm. Shatner.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's fine. He won't ever come on our podcast, let alone anyone's podcast. I can say whatever the fuck I want about him.
0: That's right. He's also
1: he's also like ninety eight. He's gonna die soon. Come on. <laughs> and now that I've said that, he's gonna look great.
0: Doesn't doesn't look a day over, hundred and five. <laughs> I mean, you know, the puffiness does help when it comes to aging. It's my plan. Yeah, it does. Yeah, that's why I have a very boyish look to me because just all the fat in my face keeps me from getting wrinkles.
1: Just uh, inject a little wasp venom into your cheeks once a week, and it'll get you nice mm-hmm. and puffy.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. A, it's called a, being cherubic, <laughs> like Robert Zadar I'm getting chin what fillers. What are we talking to
1: the Mario movie? Yeah. Was there anything else to say about the Mario? I'm trying to think of other stuff that they, uh, uh, I do like that. Um, they had all the music licensing stuff, at least figured out for the boom, boom bar. Right. So cut, love like, is the drug cuts. is
0: in there. Yeah. Um, I have the power is in there. Yeah. All of, that. Uh, of
1: course. Walk the dinosaur is yes, in there true. as it, as it has to be. Uh, you know, I know this movie has its own version of it. So they were very adamant about getting walk the dinosaur into this. Mm-hmm. Um, That's uh, another thing. Speaking of Iggy and Spike, how there there's a mid credit scene in the original movie of them pitching like the super Koopa brothers. Yeah. And in this one, that scene doesn't exist. There's them during the whole celebration sequence going like, "Ah, I guess we got to go find new jobs now. Yeah. And like, I guess that's supposed to be the equivalent of it, but that was cut out of the final version and replaced with this other scene. So I like to imagine that so late in production of this movie They still thought they were going to get a sequel That they decided to film An entirely different Like joke tease For a hypothetical Koopa Brothers movie And then do it as a mid credit sequence Because they're like It'll hit harder there
0: (laughs) Super Koopa Cousins
1: (laughs) Yeah Which of course has never panned out Which I think is to the detriment of the art itself That we never got An expanded Mario movie universe But
0: I would just like to say that uh, Jeremiah pointed this out on Twitter, and now I cannot unsee it every time I look at him. But a uh, Richard Edson as Spike just looks like white Majima, like you just put an eye patch on him, and it is exactly the same, same haircut, oh no. like goatee, everything.
1: Oh no. Yeah.
0: Thanks, Chair. <laughs> Thanks for yeah, putting that in my right. head forever.
1: <laughs> Shit. Huh. Anyway, well, all right. Mario yeah. Redux
0: Uh, Ratings, ratings
1: uh, uh, I mean the original is like a 10 out of 10 For me So I'm, I I'm going to say probably, like
0: Rate this based on like how much you think it improves The original movie
1: Oh god um, 7 out of 10 I think that there's stuff that got cut out of this thing That was absolutely the right call To either cut it out or do a different take Or just kind of you know Changed the scene up and presented it in a different way. Uh, th- there's things that got cut out that are baffling to me, like cutting the end of the pizza gag thing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like a it's a three four second shot, and it closes the loop on the pizza gag, and it's really funny. Don't know why they cut it. Don't know why they removed the Mario theme at the end of the movie. Like that celebration yeah. sequence is a thousand times better than it is in the original, and it's fine in the original.
0: Yeah, like the uh, the music, I would say, is kind of the weakest part of the movie like as it exists because you can tell that's something that they kind of just put together at the last minute because most of it is yeah. just that one track that that plays yeah. like whenever anything happens in it
1: your wacky 90s movie track mm-hmm. that exists was it? in like a thousand other pictures
0: was it jerry goldsmith that did that i think that feels like something they were uh, pulled him in like at the last minute and he kind of came probably, up with that. And so they yeah. were like, well, this is what we've got. We'll use it for everything. They they
1: do the Danny Elfman weird signs thing where he just writes it in the car on the way over because he doesn't give <laughs> do a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, maybe. Um. That's an, another thing is uh, I like that the uh, theme inside the elevator is actually like an old italian song i had no idea i thought that was just a little jingle that they wrote for the movie they instead like covered this song that does exist yeah but they keep calling back to that song for the rest of the movie and i think that that is kind of a a neat little thing to have it keep sort of popping up towards the end Mm -hmm. uh, as the goombas slowly start to turn on koopa Uh, But like I said There's a lot of stuff that got cut out for pacing reasons You know I like the Iggy and Spike rap It's goofy Probably does not need to be in the final movie
0: Um, It's Koopa the Party Poopa Sure
1: I mean (laughs) You can't put everything good That you have into a movie You have to leave some of it left so freaks on the internet Can get at it eventually I suppose so Yeah but yeah, there's a, you know Like I said, some of the stuff from the early part of the movie I just, I feel you want to get to Dino Hatton and And so it's it's good to kind of cut some of that stuff out too So it's it's a mixed bag for me um, There's stuff I really like Stuff I don't like So I don't know, 7 out of 10
0: Okay, I would go a bit higher I would say 8 Because I think for the most part it's an improvement Yeah, there's some stuff where it's just like Yeah, This doesn't really need to be in there but uh i do think specifically the celebration part at the end is like one of the biggest things i think that alone yeah. is probably worth like 5 points Um, more scenes of guys dying in fiery car crashes because of the (laughs) Mario Brothers. Oh, right, we didn't even talk about that. (laughs) Yeah, I forgot about that. God
1: damn, yeah, that whole sequence is, like, violent enough in the original movie. They ramp it up to horrifying degrees in this version of it.
0: Yeah, like, specifically, the guy that they sort of, like, hitch a ride on top of their car there's a bit cut out where they get off of the car. He like keeps driving, looks back at them, and then turns around just as he like ramps off another one, flips three times. <laughs>
1: it's like the uh, car crash from Casino Royale. They just really beat the fuck <laughs> out of that car.
0: Um. Oh. Yeah. Uh, the music in Super Mario Brothers, uh, as it was released, was from Alan Silvestri. Oh. Huh. Composer for. Forest Gump, Captain America: mm. The First Avenger, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Avengers: Endgame. I wonder if that's maybe just like because it uses Captain America theme in it or something. It might, but, yeah. but like a lot of stuff, he's still working. Welcome to Marwin. How about that? I, <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> yeah.
1: Man, movie music nowadays, I just cannot like pick out any one particular piece and associate it with anything. I feel like stuff in the 80s and 90s, there was a lot of like, oh yeah, this track is from like this movie. Like I can, I can pick it out of a lineup. But like nowadays, it's all just this same kind of homogenized single score that just oh. exists between every single movie.
0: Hey, I found, yeah. I found the solution to our question about the music at the end. Alan mm-hmm. Silvestri was also the composer For Who Framed Roger Rabbit So that must have been place- oh, well, older stuff That was in that yeah. early version Yeah um,
1: I I almost thought it was just They put it in there Because they had Bob Hoskins <laughs> and So they were just like Yeah oh, you know It's oh, Bob Hoskins movie There's a big celebration At the end yeah, It's like Roger Rabbit
0: Also Back to the Future Did the music for that So yeah sure huh.
1: and guy's got a pedigree Guess so Yeah Yeah, like I could not tell you what the Captain America theme is Yeah I have no idea It's just I sort of, like, I kind of know the, like, Avengers theme Like, I couldn't hum it to you, but, like, if I heard it, I can figure it out Uh,
0: It's just weird to me that, like, he did these iconic themes And then this one is just, like, that one theme for the entire movie (laughs)
1: Yeah But yeah, like, I mean, like I said, I, I can't pick out the Captain America theme But, like, I know the Back to the Future one Yeah you know, I I know Gremlins. I know that theme. I know it's not the same guy. That's Jerry Goldsmith,
0: wanna, and that's yeah. why I thought it was him because this sort of has that vibe to it.
1: Yeah, man, Mario movie keeps on giving mm-hmm. decades after release.
0: Yeah, we're all better for it.
1: I did like any of those like old scripts from like the first few iterations of the movie ever go online. I want to say that they did, but maybe I'm. I
0: don't
1: know Because I guess that's like the next big thing Right is trying to get a hold of like this material That exists before They kind of settled on what the Mario movie Was going to be and began filming it
0: Yeah yeah Uh, I'm not sure if any of that's actually Out there or not I haven't watched that documentary they made about this either Because that was like only on those UK only Blu-rays Of the Mario movie that never came out here
1: Oh god yeah it's still fucked up that they yeah, got that we got Jack shit Hate it. What the hell How to get a PAL Blu-ray player Over R- here or just to watch.
0: free, Which is uh-huh. also a pain
1: Yeah But oh, there, There's like a the, the Gaming Historian channel had a whole Documentary about the Mario movie too And so I don't know how much of that might have actually Been informed off stuff that came out of that Blu-ray I don't know like
0: yeah, time know. wise like,
1: how close those are relative To each other the
0: one on the blu-ray like Is from the same people like that Run that archive twitter account and that Also made this So
1: yeah I appreciate That there are some people who are Feverishly dedicated Yeah to this one movie That we can still get like Archived content like there are people out there Who care enough about making sure that Elements of this movie are preserved It, it, it reminds Me of love line tapes yeah, how, kind of. how it's like I'm not sure what kind of person it takes to put forth like this kind of a Herculean effort over one thing, but I'm <laughs> glad that they do it. Although I will say, all due respect to the Mario Movie archive, I'm sure that is a much more well adjusted individual than Superfan Giovanni, who's oh, just a goddamn yeah. mess. Yeah. Like I've had a few interactions with the, the Mario movie Twitter account. They they seem really nice.
0: Yeah. Seems fine. like a great
1: guy. Yeah. Still, though, man, I cannot get in the headspace of just like wanting to make my whole deal. Like I need to chronicle this one thing that existed in the '90s that was like poorly documented.
0: Yeah. So, in, in some ways, God, it's admirable. In other ways, there, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, you just take pity on the person.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, more so in the Giovanni super fans. Since oh, that's just, what like, I'm talking Adam's about. It. Yeah. Sorry you hitched your wagon to fucking Adam Corolla. Jesus Christ I've still uh, been going back and listening to a lot of old love lines And there there are some bits where you get little, little glimpses Of future Adam and future yeah, Drew yeah. Where it's like, oh yeah, it's not really surprising That they believe some of the crap that they are out yeah. there screaming about now
0: Every once in a while, yeah
1: Adam going like you shouldn't screen anyone who's white at the airport only the Arabs <laughs> it's like uh, okay his his yeah. argument is that you only want to go after the people who are blowing up the planes uh-huh. and like I, I was listening to that and thinking like okay well I guess like by the same logic you would only be doing that to white people now so mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, or Fucking when he's hell, like, Adam. the the Mexicans, we should sterilize them so they can't have kids. They got enough Jesus already. <laughs> stuff like that. It's like, uh, oh, all right.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of him, you know, having opinions like that and going like, don't get me started on the socioeconomic crap. And it's like, yeah, but that actually is like the reason for a lot of this stuff, Adam. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. Well, like, I get he, it. He's he not also a, likes to yeah. be like, I didn't have any uh, privilege. I was Digging ditches and putting roofs on houses, or whatever. Yeah. Eh, you know, the nineties. Yeah. Except, well, he still thinks that, so I guess whatever. But
1: yeah, uh, he was a personality on a radio show. <laughs> yeah. So, I th- mean, the fact that he turned into a, a raging weirdo on the internet is not at all surprising to me.
0: Sure. Also, I guess it should be mentioned that he was usually re- like the dumb one. On the show anyway yeah. Yeah. So it's not like you should take everything he says As the truth And like aspire to be like him Even though he thought that was the case
1: It's one of those like People who you were wrong to idolize Like mm-hmm. images but it's Adam Carolla And Dr. Drew
0: <laughs> Yeah them right next to Travis you never, Bickle yeah. Yeah,
1: You were never meant to idolize these characters <laughs> It was funny, too, because I was talking to you about, like, uh, Dr. Drew probably knows what the value of an eight ball is, because he's in the bathroom all the time doing coke. <laughs> and then, like, I just started picking out random episodes, and it was a night where Drew wasn't there, and Adam kept talking about eight balls. <laughs> so I am validated, I am positive that Dr. Drew knows how much an eight ball is worth. Uh, <laughs> I Also, like, I listened to the Jay McGraw episode, which is the first time apparently Adam had ever heard about furries. <laughs> Which is a really good moment of just a genuine Disappointment coming from his voice
0: Yeah <laughs> It's really good I would have the same reaction I probably did When I first found out about Furries
1: I mean I can't stand uh, The the whole Morning Joe thing On MSNBC I, I hate all those assholes But the clip where Mika finds out about Furries And <laughs> just has to get up and leave Is still really really good, good. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, about the
0: segment on um check it out with dr steve brule oh, God, yeah that's them. one of the
1: all-time greats <laughs> yeah i've nothing against furries i i think they're fine eh.
0: they're, they're,
1: they're wonderful people but i really just don't tire of people who have no idea no concept of what furries are finding out about them for the first time their action is always great
0: I don't know the point. Furries like as a concept, but uh, yeah. a whole bunch of them sure are like weirdo freaks who shouldn't be around like <laughs> children. Because <laughs> it seems like yeah. there's an abnormally high percentage yeah. of perverts within that community. Oh, sure. But yeah, like I've in the bad a few... way, not not the good way.
1: I've met a few people uh, in real life through through work and whatnot who have uh, told me that they draw like. They draw characters and stuff And I ask to see some of the work And as soon as I see it's a furry character I know to not dig any deeper into it Because yeah. I guarantee there's a cock Somewhere in there Yeah And whatever it's a
0: living <laughs> the bird on the flintstones It's a living
1: I, I'm sure that, that there's really good money In drawing that shit
0: Oh, there it is pay high like,
1: price for it Yeah then.
0: like I'll see yeah. people Doing commissions on Twitter or something And it's like crap I could Draw it's like $50 For a portrait of this yep. furry character It's like man like I can't yeah. even Imagine like having the money to pay For that stuff is the thing oh, Like that's such I, a waste
1: I just there. I Cannot get into the headspace of I want to see the character I made so Bad but I do not have like The Talent to do it, so I need to pay somebody top dollar to get yeah. this character made like I cannot yeah. enter that headspace at all That's like, thing. It does like
0: nothing for me if i I um, can understand getting a commission from like a professional artist you know sure yeah. uh, but like yeah. paying hundred and twenty dollars to some weirdo on Twitter just so they'll draw your furry character is like man, g- yeah. give me that money I'll hey, put it Mike to better use.
1: to draw your furry character doing the Mike Mcnola pose. <laughs> The one pose that he knows how to draw on, no feet, yeah, nope, not at all. Those are too difficult.
0: Mike Mignola does not know how to draw feet, he's like he's he's sub Leafeld at this point.
1: Oh, yeah, it's really sad what happened to him. Yeah, although hey, speaking of people, where it's just kind of expected what would end up happening to them,
0: yeah, I suppose so. Apparently, he's
1: a real prick, which yeah. uh, I only found out about recently, but uh. I know at least, like, I got exposed to at least one person who does these things where I guess it's, like, I I think they're, um, there's a name for them, and I'm blanking on it, but you basically, you pre-draw a piece, right? And you just kind of have these, like, cutouts where it's just, like, you can pay and I'll put your character in this place doing this exact pose. There's no wiggle room on this. Like, you don't get to, I want them to do a different pose or something, because it's all pre-set what I'm going to do. And then this one particular person charges, like, 500 bucks per slot So like a single image is worth A few thousand dollars For them which is insane To me because again it's all pre-planned Most of that work is already Done huh. So getting paid like two three Grand per picture is is Incredibly insane to me And like no offense To this artist I don't even remember their names I couldn't even Tell you who this is I'll bet you should look it up Because uh, it's all pornography Um But, like, I've seen other people draw better than them and charge less money for stuff, so. Mm. But, like, it's that furry market, man. Like Yeah, yeah. Comparing them between, like, people who want to have their characters drawn that are, like, not furries costs less money for those people. If you are a furry, you are paying more.
0: Like, I was actually, I was considering getting a commission from uh, Daniel Warren Johnson uh, a while back, but then... He started like making big comics and so I'm pretty sure that's not really in the cards anymore. Uh, yeah. but like back when it's he fine. was just it, like posting just... stuff on Twitter I was like man these pictures of Zaku's rock uh You I can don't... ask
1: me to draw you with your nipples showing anytime you
0: want I'll do it for free. No. For you. I don't friend, I friend I didn't discount. want that to begin with. Um <laughs> if anything I'll pay you to not do it again.
1: <laughs> you don't have to be Jolene in the next one. That's the, the the rotating chair has not worked in my favor on that. So,
0: yeah, you need Jolene. to get to that eventually. Yeah, know that's a. Uh, oh, oh, okay, I see. I think yeah. you're saying I get to be Jolene. I
1: haven't. No, I haven't started on it because I'm still debating. Like, you know, should I just try to draw kind of normal? Like, I'm just wearing Jolene's clothes. Should I give myself just really big like bazongas? Like, you, I can't. You know what you're gonna do? I'm probably gonna give myself really big bazongas. Yeah. a once in a lifetime opportunity. <laughs> Why just stick to cross-dressing when I can just have the biggest, fattest pair of tits you've ever seen in your entire life?
0: Anyway, you've been watching Star Trek
1: (laughs) I have It's been breaking me as a person Um, I can tell I've watched uh, so far four episodes Technically five because the first one, Encounter at Farpoint, is a two-parter Two hours long Felt as interminable to, to me as the uh, Snyder Cut Like feels twice its length It's miserable It's fucking awful um, Will Wheaton said that this season of the show Probably should have ended in like a mid-season cancellation If not for the fact that like fans fought really hard for it And it got rushed into syndication And I hate to say but Will Wheaton's right What? Like Yeah I, I'm agreeing with Will Wheaton over here This uh, is what the first season of Star Trek Is doing to me Like it is really bad It is amazingly bad It is like I don't even understand how at this point in time TV being the way it was <laughs> This was able to air An entire season start to finish
0: I mean I watched uh, that um, That Red Lair Media video about the first season Specifically and they were picking Their like their favorite or best episodes And all of those were just like Yeah this one's alright
1: Yeah. So I've seen exactly one episode so far where I kind of had a decent time with it, uh, which is the first episode with the Ferengi. And even then, I think the reason I had such a good time with it was because I watched it through the specific lens of somebody who knows where the Ferengi go in the Star Trek mythos. And it is interesting to see how different it is the first time they're introduced. Uh, well-known at this point, Armin Shimmerman regrets his words and deeds. Uh, those characters are not at all like they are later on. They're these weird goblin men that make, like, feral sounds and do weird hand gestures all the time.
0: They got laser whips. Uh,
1: they got laser whips, which I don't know if those ever show up again, but they don't in DS9. Um,
0: they should. They should have kept the laser should, whips. You
1: know. The The only traits that kind of, like, carried over for them... Are calling humans Human, uh Being Galactic like traitors
0: The feral noises uh, kind of sticks around Like Nog is like that for a while
1: He is at the start yeah so like I imagine For most of the next generation that is still How they're depicted and then they started to move Away from that at DS9 mm-hmm. um, And then also like They don't clothe their women because there's a whole thing about They really want to see Tasha Yar naked Like really bad
0: <laughs> Me too join the <laughs> club guys Sure
1: yeah, but like she also has to bring up rape gangs every episode so far, <laughs> which. Uh, okay. You didn't know about the rape gangs thing?
0: Nope.
1: Tasha Yar's whole thing is she grew up on like this planet or this colony where it was basically Mad Max. Like, it just oh. a horrible, disgusting apocalypse where women had to constantly evade rape gangs. So, Jesus. in the second episode of this fucking show uh the crew encounters a ship uh that they oh god i'm trying to think of where to start with this fucking thing because this episode is actually kind of wild uh in a way that's also unfortunate <laughs> they find this ship near a star that's about to go like supernova and they recover a recording from the ship that documents the entire crew dying by like opening up the uh like airlocks And so you don't see any of this happening You just hear this recording of this woman With like a sultry voice Like saying a bunch of really sexy stuff And then there's just like an explosion And everyone just kind of stands up and goes like What the fuck And as I described it on Twitter The episode basically just opens with them Watching the Bud Dwyer suicide (laughs) video Because like that's kind (laughs) of the reaction that they have to Okay It's just like uh huh Uh huh where is this going Oh shit shut it
0: off (laughs) (laughs) They open the airlock so so they stand back This could hurt somebody
1: Yeah basically So they go over to the ship to investigate what was happening But they pick up this uh, virus That essentially it gets you like Really 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 drunk And very horny So like Jordy's the first one To get it he's sweating all the time Anyone Jordy touches they get The horny virus and before you know it Everyone on the ship wants to Fuck each other so there's just a lot of, like, Tasha Yar, like, eyeing dudes up and then grabbing them and making out with them. Uh, Crusher really wants to just fuck Picard on the bridge, I and remember Picard this, is, like, like was really trying to keep media, it together.
0: Video. Yeah. this sounds very familiar.
1: It It's, it's funny, because, like, Data should be the one that's not affected by it, yeah. but Data just kind of acts drunk, and I think that... He tries to explain, like, well, he has this sort of, like, nutrient sludge that goes through him that is equivocal to blood, and so, theoretically, he could get drunk by having those nutrients fucked with. Uh, but I think he's just pretending because he wants to be human, and so he's just acting like he's drunk, because there's this little bit of, like, Picard going, like, Data, you're not drunk, you're a robot, just fucking cut it out, please. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, that's... Like the one really good like character bit in, in this episode is the stuff dealing with data and trying to just fit in
0: Like um, the the only thing I know about Tashiyar is she's real purdy and uh, she dies from that uh-huh. tar monster
1: <laughs> Yep What's she it? thought she had a she thought she was going to be in the movies Yeah <laughs> And so They were like nope Made a really poor decision Yeah Um yeah, so uh, Toshi, or the the reason I bring this up is because she calls Data into her like little ready room, and she's all dressed up in like this kind of nightgown and everything, and she wants to get it on with Data, and she brings up like before she like takes him to bed, like, yeah, I had to run away from the rape gangs all the time. <laughs> it's just
0: like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, setting the mood.
1: Yeah, and and so this is the first bit with uh, Data saying he's fully functional because she asks him, like, Data, are you fully oh, functional? Right yeah and he yeah and there's so there's also a really good bit after this where the first time you see data show up after he has sex with tasha yar he's got just the smuggest smile on his face he's got that like i just had sex (laughs) grin and he's just kind of like strutting in it's really good uh nothing else about the rest of that episode is as good as the stuff with data because this also being the second episode, a lot of the humor Ended is just based on like, oh this character Is acting weird, but you've not actually had Enough time to establish who these characters Are for that sure. to be effective And the episode That you're coming off of is Encounter at Farpoint, and I can tell you there's Not a single goddamn character in that In, two, in that entire two hour Runtime, so it just kind of Largely falls on its face Like it's it um,
0: weird because So Q is in that first episode but he's Basically he is, yeah. nothing like he is In later ones right
1: Yeah kind of Um, There is one good bit With him where like he's turning into Different like sort of uh, cultural Not necessarily specific Cultural figures but humans At different points in human history And at one point he turns into like a soldier That exists basically After that stuff in DS9 with the Riots but before You know them kind of becoming a more enlightened society Mm -hmm. Where It's a human soldier but they have this pack On their chest and they pull a string And it administers a drug And that's how they keep the soldiers in check And so it's neat seeing that And going like oh yeah This is just set up for the Jim Hadar Except it's bad
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think it's giving it too much credit
1: yeah, like, I, I can imagine that the uh, writers of DS9 probably looked back to old Star Trek stuff. They might have saw that thing and gone like, oh, that's an interesting concept, let's play with that.
0: Could be. Uh, I wonder, like, did the Bell Riots, like, were those ever mentioned? I guess you wouldn't really know yet. I don't, but...
1: I wouldn't know yet, but I kind of doubt that they would be. Yeah. But, um, it it's weird because it also doesn't, like, quite fit there. Because I thought that the thing with the Bell Riots and society becoming advanced, it's, like, not... So far apart from each other, because like that is the inciting incident where that stuff starts to change.
0: Yeah, yeah And where, like the, um, this, this Mr. whole Futterman stuff with like Gremlins, he's like he's the key to all of this.
1: Yeah, but like the whole mock trial that they do is also based off of that particular point in time where like every court became a kangaroo court, mm-hmm. and so it's just really hard to take that stuff now with the way that the Star Trek timeline is, and actually find a place where it neatly slots into it. So, some of the stuff about these early episodes just seem like they kind of aren't canon anymore, so, anyway.
0: All right. So the Bell Riots uh, took place in twenty twenty four, and isn't Star Trek yeah. like uh, the twenty fourth century?
1: Yeah, but also keep in mind, Enterprise is supposed to be like a hundred years out from twenty twenty four. I think.
0: Oh. Yeah. Okay.
1: And like by then, society in Enterprise does not look all that different from society as it looks now uh, Other than farmers got sick laser rifles that they shoot Klingons with for coming onto their property
0: That farmer should have had one of those to deal with raddits. I was
1: about to say Imagine how how different
0: things could have gone if only that farmer had a laser gun
1: Man, yeah but uh, the first two episodes. I mean, that that first one's boring, and the second one is just more baffling than anything. Like, I get, I get the point of the episode because it's calling back to an original series episode where basically the same thing happened. I think that's where you get all the clips of like uh, Captain Kirk looking drunk as hell and screaming like, "Give me the alcohol." <laughs> Uh, Which, as we all know, was just William Shatner showed up on set one day totally crocked, and they're like, well, you know, film is expensive at this point in time, so we just gotta film everything. We can't (laughs) waste a day. Um, I'm saying William Shatner is an alcoholic. What's he gonna do about it? He's almost dead. Anyway, uh, it's it's weird because they're calling back to that episode but again characters aren't established so i just don't know why now like why would you not just do that episode even at like the end of the season or something like that it's super weird as a second episode um but then yeah the the other two that i watched uh that one of them was um I kind of forgot because it was so boring that I went up to make a curry. And then when I sat back down, I forgot everything that happened in the episode. So I had to start it over.
0: Uh, That's how you know it's good.
1: (laughs) So here's the thing that sucks about Paramount, Paramount Plus is there's no resume feature. Oh, cool. If you, you close the window out on your same computer, open it back up. All your progress through an episode has been lost. If you go between devices, forget about it. You're not going to be able to just pick up where you once were. I don't know how much of that is just the app itself and how much of it is that I skimped and I got the version that has advertisements and I'm using Ublock, which is actually good at blocking the advertisements out. I wonder if that fucks with the resume feature. Except, except I did watch some at work and at work we don't have ad block. And it also did not let me resume while I was at work So I don't know if it's also just like Maybe that pay tier does not have that feature And you have to go up to other tiers to get it
0: Yeah, I don't know Like streaming services in general are really weird about that stuff Um, HBO Max for some reason will not detect that I've watched newer episodes uh, Of some things Like it's still... On the continue watching thing, it still just shows me like the first episode of season six of The Sopranos, no matter like mm. what I'm actually on. So uh, gotta clear the cache. That C stuff's FF. bad all all over. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I don't mind, but yeah, I I don't like on HBO Max how uh I don't know. It feels like actually getting into a TV series and pulling down like the episode list just takes too many clicks.
0: Yeah it's kind of awkward
1: There's some screens where like the the title of the show is there And you feel you should be able to click on it but you can't It's not Mm -hmm. a clickable item Yeah, Some of that stuff is weird It's especially weird to me too because all these different like apps Have their own bizarre idiosyncrasies like that Mm -hmm. Except they also look the fucking same They're all using the same kind of like layout for everything
0: Amazon Prime yeah, is your... uh, especially infuriating for TV shows, though, because they have every season listed like as a separate thing.
1: Oh God, yeah, that's probably that's really annoying. Yeah, no, I'm not using that. I'm just never watching that new James Bond movie at this point.
0: I watched. Uh, I have <sighs> finished season four of Documental. That has a very quick ramp, like up to uh, insanity at the end. The others are sort of a bit more gradual But this time a lot fewer people Got knocked out And then it's like you get to the last hour or so And then everybody's just like peeing all over the floor Like in front of everybody Uh,
1: It's just like this podcast
0: Yeah Then like someone goes into the bathroom And is like I'm gonna shove this hammer up my butt And they're like alright cool (laughs) It's a weird show
1: we have to make a cut every episode because I do that halfway <laughs> through. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I watched, uh, it, you know, the Frankie episode, whatever. I kind of talked about that one already. The, the The other one that I had watched was a uh, guy comes on to fuck with the warp drive and he brings along his alien pal who's his assistant. But the guy's actually like... Uh, it's, it's not imposter syndrome if you actually are in your position, despite the fact that you're no good at what you do. But, like, that's the, the quickest analog that I could bring up. Because this guy doesn't know how to fuck with warp drives at all. It's his, his assistant is doing it. And his assistant is basically, like, one of the Watchers. Like, he's from oh, a, a like different a point in time. Yeah, he's observing humanity at a different point in time. And he brings up to Picard, like, in the future... Uh, little Will Wheaton here is basically like our society's Mozart. This kid is an artist with warp drives.
0: It's like the wild stallions. To,
1: yeah, you you need to accept him into Starfleet and make him more of a character. So this episode sucks shit because <laughs> you get a lot of <laughs> Will Wheaton in it. And God, when people say that he is just the worst in early Star Trek, they mean it. His oh, character yeah. sucks so goddamn much is a smarmy little brat i hate him i want to put him in an airlock but so like this alien duty is like phasing out of existence he ends up accidentally transporting the enterprise crew to the farthest reaches of the universe and then by the end of the episode it's fine because they just figure out how to get back so uh what the fuck voyager why didn't like it's possible <laughs> You had Q so many times You could have just been like Q take us back to Earth No Like all All she had to do like Q made her a deal In one of those episodes where it's just like Mother my baby Like let me put a baby in you and I'll take you back To Earth just do it Just have your weird like space god Baby and get everybody back
0: Take one for the team come on
1: Yeah it's only gonna take
0: Nine months you'll be fine
1: Yeah No we need to see Harry Kim die at least (laughs) Ten more times and pull another Harry Kim out of a portal Before we get back to Earth
0: We got so many Harry Kims in these tubes Yeah Like Damian Wayne's
1: (laughs) Yeah it's disposable it's fine Mm
0: -hmm.
1: It's like Venture Brothers at one point They ended up like (laughs) uh, you know they broke all the Tubes and so it's like damn we're down to our last Harry Kim and he goes through like a goth phase Uh huh He's upset because he's never not going to be an ensign And he realizes it Hurts him on a fundamental level Anyway Star Trek I bet there's good stuff in there Like I'm sure that there's things I'll like about TNG Eventually but like so far It's I've been wavering between Wanting to fall asleep in the middle of episodes And hack off all my fingers So I can't use Paramount Plus anymore You should probably do the second one it's really rough. Um anyone telling you the first two seasons of Star Trek TNG just don't cut it. They're not lying. They're not exaggerating. It's bad.
0: Well, uh, you can't cut off all your fingers because then you wouldn't be able to play Nintendo 64 games.
1: I don't see any downside to this. Like Yeah, Pilot Wing 64? I wanna cut my fingers off so I don't gotta play that
0: either. <laughs> Retro Corner. What?
1: Ah, eh, Pilot Sixty Four is fine. Yeah. I was being better because I had to watch four episodes of Star Trek this week and You didn't have to. Now I'm angry. Yeah, I did. I lost the pet. No, I have to No,
0: no you didn't have I'm... to watch four episodes a week.
1: Uh I do because I need to get through this as quickly as humanly possible. So I can just be done with it. Sever my connection to Paramount Plus and get my money back. Um <laughs> uh, free get up your my fucking back. eight dollars a
0: month. For Star Trek. Uh
1: yeah, I, I played Pilot
0: Wait, Wing sixty four. It's eight dollars for the ad one.
1: Uh actually it's closer to like six. That's I what think. I thought. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I think it's like ten bucks for the ad free one. But again, Probably. I mean if you can just use U Block and just kinda like remember what time code you're at. If you need to get up and walk away for a while, then whatever. Mm-hmm really doesn't make that much of a difference like it's a little inconvenient having to click back in the timeline but you know who cares it only matters for the really boring episodes you of can star also trek just like pause. i said where I take a poop and then i forget what happened i can but like i've kind of also been bouncing between devices like i sometimes like to watch something in my room and drink a beer in bed because my life is completely off the
0: rails
1: Ooh, wow. <laughs> and so i like to watch something on my laptop uh or I'll just watch something on the TV out in the living room or you know occasionally I'm on the computer here but you know okay. being able to bounce between stuff is is nice
0: Pilot Wings uh, 64
1: Yeah there's. so I wanted to say this for an episode where I knew we were going to talk about other crap because I don't have much to say about Pilot Wing 64 it was a launch game for the Nintendo 64 mm-hmm. it exists to kind of showcase early 3D stuff and I'm sure if I played this back then it would have been like a revelatory experience for me but yeah. approaching this for the first time like two decades out at least from when this game launched and a half. just does not does not hold up uh, big shock a lot yeah. of physics stuff in it just don't quite feel right because they were just kind of approximating things that didn't have dedicated physics engines in place at this point in time uh, graphically the draw distance kind of hinders a lot of the game since much of it is is flying and jetpacking around Uh, So there are some levels where it's particularly dark or it's kind of foggy and it's really hard to kind of get your bearings. A lot of the different craft that you're using also just feel way more slippery than they should. So I just had like a lot of that like early 3D era video game thing where I feel I fucked something up because the controller just did not want to do the thing that I was telling it to do. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's uh, it's kind of divided into these different like uh, you have jetpacks, you have planes, and then you have hang glider stuff. Hang glider stuff is the fucking worst. Yes, it is. It's terrible. Uh, and then, like, you kind of go down a list, and each of these categories increases in difficulty and increases in like objectives that you have to complete to beat levels. And so, just by the end of it, the hang gliding stuff just gets so miserable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, the plane stuff is generally fine. I don't like the one where you have to shoot the robot in the water. Because he likes to just kind of run Out of like your crosshairs And so he's really hard to hit And then like the turning radius on the plane Is bad so it takes forever To line your shot back up again um, But like other than that the, Those missions are fine The jetpack stuff I thought was actually kind of fine um, It's just a hang gliding Really dra- drags down like a third Of that game
0: Yeah the uh, the jetpack was my favorite Of them um, <laughs> did, you do, uh, yeah. did you do the thing with the Mount Rushmore? No Did you notice the Mount Rushmore that has Mario's face on it? Yeah uh, If you shoot Mario's face, he turns into Wario What? Yeah
1: Oh man, okay, I'm gonna have to put the car back in <laughs> I need to play some more Pilot Wing 64, it turns there's out I'm like, not done
0: Yeah, there's like weird hidden stuff like that in there that's pretty neat
1: I don't know about that Um yeah. Yeah, there's a bunch of, like unlockable levels, and I'm not sure how to get to them exactly because I I could not get like gold mission or gold ranks on all the missions. Like some of the requirements for that are really steep, and the game again does not control the best. So uh, I think a lot of that stuff is just some aggressive trial and error, and just really getting the levels down. And I just did not have the time or the patience to really sit down and do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I did well enough. I got like at least silver on everything, but I could just not hit gold on. You know, maybe two thirds of the missions.
0: Um, I mean, it's a hard game.
1: whoever had that card before me didn't do any better because uh, I looked at their save, and a lot of them just got bronze.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Should have had them bronzed.
0: Should have had them bronzed.
1: Yeah. So it's a, it's, uh, it's fine. It, the, the The thing about Pilot Wings, like I said, is it's really more of a. You should have played it at the time kind of thing its entire existence is more about the time that it came out yeah yeah. it's kind of
0: a glorified tech demo in some ways yeah which
1: is the case for the other pilot wings i mean that's what it was on the snes yeah to show the the mode 7 yeah the 3ds was to show 3d capabilities of that Mm -hmm. handheld and yeah they've they've never existed as these things that are like Oh, I'm looking forward to the next pilot wings. <laughs> so yeah. it's just been like, oh, this came free with the console. Or I Except got this in a bundle then... or something like that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um but it was something you could get Wii... with the console and be like, look at these 3D graphics you're flying around. It's crazy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Wii Sports is another analog of this. That's basically a pilot wings.
0: Wii Sports Resort was, yeah. Yeah. But
1: like I think the, the best out of all these is probably that original Wii Sports. Like, that actually is. Mm. That actually was like fairly oh, no. competent and had some stuff that was kind of fun for the Wii. I'd say the and 3DS I, I think one's I, the best one. I see, I, yeah, I never played the 3DS one, so I, I can't really give an opinion on that. Like, out of the ones that I have played, I think that I probably enjoy Wii Sports the most. Like, I don't really like the Pile of Wings on the SNES. I think the one on the N64 is fine. Um. Uh, but yeah, it's a it's a time and a place thing. So I never expected that I was going to come out the other end of this loving Pilot Wing sixty four anyway. I kind of just wanted to pick it up anyway for the novelty of it, just so I can be like, yeah, I got the all the launch games for the N sixty four, all, all two, two of them. Yeah, <laughs> I almost there was part of me that was just like, well, there was a third one in Japan, and it was this mahjong game, and it's like two bucks on eBay, and I almost bought it just I to mean, have it
0: at some point. You have to be looking at this and thinking I could probably get like every game that came out For the Nintendo 64
1: <laughs> I could But like a lot of them are also really expensive Now yeah No even back then there was uh, Oh god what was the name of it
0: Mystical it's Ninja, like Ninja starring going on
1: No but the sequel to that is is Incredibly expensive and has been Incredibly mm, expensive I think it's not uh, as expensive
0: was, as the first one
1: There was one of the Bombermans and that is oh, yeah, really, yeah. really pricey uh, I'm positive the second Goemon was more expensive than the first
0: one mm, It um, was not
1: I'm pretty sure it was made in more limited quantity But I think so, maybe now
0: I'm, it is, but it definitely was not before
1: The one that I'm thinking of is like a third-person shooter that's kind of on rails Body Harvest
0: Um. I, oh, Sin and Punishment?
1: That's what I'm that's thinking Japanese of That's Japanese-only game well, you're saying get all the Nintendo 64
0: games Well, I mean in the US, but yeah, sure
1: Sin and Punishment didn't come out here? You no, sure?
0: it came out on the Wii They eventually released like a Wii version of it And I believe they put the N64 one on the eShop Remember the eShop?
1: Oh god, yeah
0: I think it was on the Wii U eShop But no, a like, lot of, a lot it lot of never came out on the eShop shop.
1: A lot of people would like the eShop to come back Virtual console, baby They actually had yeah. video games on that thing For a while Not anymore uh, yeah. yeah, I guess it didn't come out here It was just Japan I could have sworn It was on the IQ player, though
0: What's that? So China got oh, it Oh, that We Were Dumb Yeah Yeah, yeah Where Not it was talking. just all
1: on the remote yeah, yeah, and you, like, had to download the games to it Or something like that They had, like, limited numbers of plays and... God, that whole thing is so... Weird. Yeah. Uh Send and was also by Treasure, so I'm sure it's a really good game that I've never played. It is. Um
0: It's basically Space Harrier.
1: Ooh. Or um Okay, well then I'd probably like it a like whole lot.
0: That, that combined with like Panzer Dragoon, basically.
1: I wonder how much a card as Send Punishment is right now.
0: I mean you could just download a Wii ISO. I
1: could, and I probably would end up doing that Because that means I wouldn't have to like Chop off plastic inside of my Nintendo 64 True A lot of these look like repos Everybody's favorite segment
0: is finally back How much do games cost (laughs) on eBay? How much?
1: Yeah, let's revisit the fucking third party market Oh, everything's still shitty? Gosh (laughs) Don't believe it Shocking (laughs) There's someone on uh, the Facebook marketplace Selling a super... I'm I've been considering this and then like the thing that's been holding me back is like I know it's probably a scam and I will lose all of my money in this transaction. Uh, but they're also accepting a trade of a Nintendo Switch and some games for the Nintendo Switch. And Larry, if I could get rid of my Nintendo Switch and all of its games for like eight Super Nintendo games, a Super Nintendo plus the mouse and Mario Paint, like yeah.
0: Shouldn't we have a Come Nintendo coming out later this month, remember? Four? Five. I forgot oh, four already exists. Uh, huh?
1: I thought five was October.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, did I say month I meant year? Month.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe it'll come out this year.
0: <laughs> I think it will.
1: Uh But yeah, I don't know. I've been kind of uh I've been having a moment where I've been sitting and looking at some stuff and going like, uh, oh, if I got rid of my switch, I could get all these Fucking old video games And that'd be way better Because when am I going to play Breath of the Wild again
0: I think GameStop's offering Like 150 bucks for Switches Uh, When to just go that route
1: I mean yeah That is the thing holding me back As a SMT5 But then Mm -hmm. There's like There's a sick part of me That's just like Come on They're going to port that thing Over to the PlayStation eventually Yeah just like 4 uh huh. I mean the difference there is That's a 3DS game There would be more involved I imagine
0: so... I imagine okay.
1: <laughs> Look I just badly want to hold on to the hope That I could play this game on a console That might actually be able to run it At a decent frame rate Because like, they haven't shown much of anything Of SMT5 Bet you that does not run well on a Switch though
0: Probably not Nothing runs well that's on also a Switch based game, Nintendo so... games Yeah
1: yeah, but still, like yeah, but I, still. I don't know.
0: I did... Yeah, but still. Yeah, but still.
1: <laughs> this is this is the other favorite segment of the podcast. Yeah, but still.
0: rings, um, ratings, ratings. In this nightmare,
1: uh, I give it like a Shin Megami Tensei one out of five. <sighs> uh, that's not fair. I give it like a two. You know, it's it's okay. I I, I see what it's going for. I don't necessarily want to play it though.
0: So, Okay, I'm, yeah, I'd probably Go about the same, like a 6 out of 10 Or something, fine for it's time Don't really yeah. need to go back to it
1: It's one of those difficult things I guess, uh, with reviewing some of these old games That that especially fall Into that specific case of When you consider the time that it came out well, And how like much early better it 3D was stuff. For that yeah, for, for that moment in time, what it was doing What it was trying to Present to a new audience mm-hmm. is probably great now, not so much. So it's tough because it's it's like, yeah, do you do you base it off of the enjoyment you had with it recently in the year 2021, or do you base it off of like its contemporaries? Uh but yeah, I, I feel like I kind of go with, you know, I I had about as much fun with it as a real two out of five video game. So it's a two out of five.
0: Okay. So, That's it. Goodbye, now. Bring source. it
1: to the overlord. Drinking Cisco. Chilling with the gold microphone cords. And we grip our balls every time we start and on tour. Cause we never bore. Responding to the ready crowds roar. And promoters try to hit us with the art of war. We about our business. We not quitters. Not bullshitters. We deliver. We go get getters. Don't be bitter. Cause we not just niggas.
0: be my fire, woven to different Nothing for me. This nigga is written off. to spit in the city. you the spitting. so confused in the maze. brain. planning for our future people. None of our people involved. Boring and smearing off the. Cracking off, cracking off a smearing off. To quickly turn the Molotov. Molotov the spaceship door before that bitch is taking off. It always seems the poorest persons. The people forsaken, staking dog the Washington's Jefferson's Jackson's on the captain's law. would rather leave us to the greatest sort water, of poison deli small. Mass unblackening is happening. You feel it, y'all. I rather see we need three by the structure with many bars. Leave us where we are so they can play among the stars. we taking off the Mars, got the space vessels overflowing. What you think they want us there? All us the niggas not going. going. Reputation ain't glowing, My reparations ain't flowing. If you find yourself stuck in the creek, you better start roaming. Used to see the t- TV screen as a place I land my dream in the car stereo where they would promote the show Optimistic little brother, We ain't yeah, a space program for niggas know you stuck
1: nigga Me no, in yeah, a space program for niggas know you stuck kid nigga no, Man ain't a space program for niggas don't you stuck kid nigga Man no, in yeah, a space program for niggas don't you stuff no, yeah, no, no. stop stop no,